welcome back to Night Owl Nerds, part 3 of Robin's One-Shot, Remedy. Last time, the crew explored more deeply into the bar, seemingly trapped in time. Going upstairs, they found a series of rooms that would only open to a particular individual. Each one found their respective rooms and had to relive some of the darkest moments of their past. After seeing this, they ventured back downstairs for a stiff drink. Well, at least Bryg did. Only to realize that the drinks weren't what they originally were. They had been replaced by a bright green liquid. Harsh on the tongue and even harsher on the mind and body. Eventually, they made their way back upstairs, only to find that the shaded, hidden end of the hallway had been revealed, showing a large portal doorway. Upon stepping through, they found themselves on a very strange plane of existence. Purple moss coating the ground, strange plant life growing in random places, and bolts of purple electric energy firing upward from the ground into the purple-clouded sky. Upon wandering around and trying to investigate, Bryak managed to kill himself, only to be revived once again. Strange trees covered in orbs, reflecting their past selves back at them, dropping these balls of energy like apples only to regrow new ones in an instant. And right before we left off, Jack, finally fed up with whatever this is, tossed a dart at the large, spiked, viney flower in the center of the area that they are in. And that is where we pick up. Jack, your dart flies straight and true straight into one of the larger green vines on the plant, piercing into it and just kind of sticking out like you'd thrown it into a dartboard. And a bright green liquid oozes out from inside. The vine wiggles and reacts a bit until the dart is ejected and lands on the ground. Bits of green liquid spurting out as if you'd hit a vein until it finally ceases and dribbles down the vine. Well, that didn't work. Well, uh, what exactly did you expect that to do? I don't know. Maybe something. Just kind of throwing darts at the plant and seeing what sticks? Basically. And I kind of, I look around at everyone. No one hurt by that, right? Not to my knowledge, no. Good. Sorry, you were saying? I suppose anything at this point's better than nothing. We should, uh, I guess, try to find some way out. Eleanor. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Ali, did you have something? No. I'm just trying to think what my next move is right now. What I'm going to do. 
Delinar, with your passive perception, you notice that the area that Jack had, the, the vine that Jack had hit with the dart is still kind of moving. Kind of pulsing, if you will, into the ground. So it's, it's heading, like, so the dart is, like, shifting down, or...? So you've got a long arm of vine coming from the center of the plant, extending about 20 feet outward along the ground until it finally buries itself in the ground. Mm-hmm. Where he hit was at about the midpoint. You know, the, the, the fat part of the vine. Yeah. Easy target. He smacked that. That vine, all of the vines on this plant you've known... All of you have noticed have been kind of gently pulsing into the ground as if they're pumping something into or out of the ground. Mm-hmm. This particular vine seems to be doing it with a bit more fervor. Good word. So I, I kind of just reach over and, and grab both my comrades by the shoulders and I point. That did uh, seem to have a reaction. Uh, dare say we poke the disgusting vine a little bit more? Anybody? Any objections? Now you're speaking my language. Oh. Can I throw a dagger at it? You, you want to throw a dagger at it? Well, I'm not going to touch it with my bare hands. I'm going to touch it with something. Yeah, sure. Roll to attack. Got twelve plus five. It's just a D twenty plus the whatever it is, right? Yep. So I got seventeen. Okay. <clears throat> With a seventeen, are you throwing at the same vine that Jack threw at, or are you picking a new vine? She's across the plant. <laughs> Yeah, I'm across the plant, so like I'm going to probably go to the one that's closest to me. Okay. Very similar thing happens. Your dagger buries itself in the side of the vine. Green liquid spurts out like you've hit a vein. This continues for about 20-25 seconds until the, bl- until the blade is ejected from the vine. And the bleeding, if you will, of this green liquid continues for a little while and then slows to a stop and now that vine is pulsing much more rapidly so So there's I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that we can't really see this right what I just circled but we can see like this being the outer part well that's what I was honestly wondering about too is if we could see the inside of it but you do bring up a good point. I don't think we can. No, right. from where you stand, you can see the outside of the large purple petals. Okay. And you can see the stamen sticking up from the center of the flower. But we don't see that. From like between it. the petals, but you don't see the center of it. Okay. okay. But we know that it's pulsing and that it's yes. spiked. Can we see here? How tall is it? The plant stands about 12 feet tall. And what okay. about these smaller plants beside it? Like the smaller plants, still the rather large, like fern-looking things, not the uh, bushes. These ones. Those those stand about eight feet tall. 
They stand about eight feet tall at their peak. The large white, sorry, the large purple leaves that go off the outside of it are actually laying on the ground. So you can see most of this. They're like closed carnations with giant purple leaves along the ground. These flowers don't really have stems. So is there like a the vine that Jack threw the dart at? So that's still in front of me? Yeah, that that's yes. I wish to pick it up. You're gonna touch it? Yeah. Okay. Make a wisdom saving throw. Right specialty. <laughs> Fourteen. Your entire life flashes before your eyes. From birth to death and when it when the visions of your life <clears throat> you see things that you've never remembered you remember you see yourself being born from the first person's per- pers- first person perspective you see yourself being born you watch yourself grow up you get all the way up to the present moment and then when you hit the present moment you see your future in all of its possibilities Every single choice that you could possibly make in your mind is just racked with imagery and choices and outcomes and everything is just, it's far too much. And you watch yourself die in an infinite number of ways as you reach the end of your lifespan and you could take 10 points of psychic damage and are thrown 10 feet back. Am I able to see that from my point of view? Can I throw the vine into the flower? One moment. Allie spoke first. Uh, Allie, from your point of view, your passive perception, you probably would have heard him get thrown, but because of your point of view, you can't see past the petals on the flower, so you wouldn't have seen him do that. Did I see him touch the flower? You wouldn't have seen him. You can't see past the petals. Oh, okay. Just because of your angle. <clears throat> Brack, what was that? I'm going to throw the vine into the flower. You're going to go and touch it again? I let go of it? You were thrown ten feet back. Doesn't mean I let go of a vine that was disconnected. The vine wasn't disconnected. Jack what? threw a dart at it. Yeah, and you said it ejected it. It ejected the dart. Oh, I thought you were talking about the vine itself and it just regrew. <laughs> no, no, no. The the dart was forced out and fell on the oh, ground. You the gotta clarify, my guy. Shit. I was planning to throw the vine into the flower, but now I just feel gay. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit. And we get canceled. <laughs> it, dude the the matters at hand got posted i think we're fine <laughs> i'm not i'm not concerned about the i feel gay after that matters at hand so somebody's got to do something because i just can't be the only one touching shit and taking damage i'm gonna are throw you, are you saying that out loud sure <laughs> so case in point uh no one physically uh touched those I'm going to throw a coin at the closed carnation core. Yeah, try to throw a 
Wait. Which one? Are you gonna throw a coin at it? Yeah. I'm just okay. gonna hurl a coin at it. Just to see okay. what happens. Make a dexterity check. Hmm. I'm actually not bad at that. And I rolled Cax's dice by accident and got a 21. Okay. That you seems like something a Cax would do. You throw the coin, it shimmers and shines as it flips through the air and lands dead center in the flower. No reaction. You threw a coin at a flower. And you see, this was all part of my elaborate ruse as I go over to my spell page and look for heat metal that I do not have. That would have been big brain, actually. <laughs> not a cleric. <laughs> Alright. Hey, Allie, um, I don't suppose you have any sort of, uh, I guess, weed killer or any sort of special magic for plant? Well, funnily enough, I was just thinking about that. I could use spike growth, but I don't know how effective that would be on the plant. I'm also still trying to figure out what kind of plant this could be, as I don't recognize it from the woods. What's good against plants? Well, she doesn't recognize it. That's enough for me. I'm casting fireball at it. <laughs> yes, finally! Okay. What is that? Uh, 8d6 fire damage? Yeah, what's the save? 16 deck save. Saves. Your plant's got fucking schmooves. It <laughs> saves on a 16 dexterity. 10, 25, have 12 points of okay. firing. How, how are you casting it? Uh, so the entire time that the shenanigans of the wonderful trio of melee have been fucking around down below, killing themselves, throwing darts and grabbing vines. Thidius has been bouncing flame between his two fingers. And after throwing a coin and hearing Allie say she doesn't recognize it, that was enough for him. And the like little shimmer of flame that's been bouncing between his uh, index and pinky starts growing to a larger size. And then he takes it and just hurls it at the center of the plant, where it starts to expand and then engulf the petals in, in fire. As the flame is expanding and engulfing the petals, circling and swirling and spiraling in every synonym I can think of that, think for that, the flames do something you don't expect. They continue to spiral and shift and move around and just kind of they coalesce into what looks like a permanent spiral of flame in all my time dealing with fire particularly the fireball spell never fucking seen that happen i don't like that that was an interesting choice Thidius. Mm, don't like ominous voices either. Like at all. Thank you for giving me form. A way 
to represent myself so that you can comprehend my existence. This for all third. of your sakes, I would appreciate it if you do not try to damage this flower. Or what? I'm just curious what happens. Everyone everywhere dies. Okay, then how do Where we get out of here? By entering the plant. Okay. I'm going to start walking towards the plant. Right, hold on. Yeah, Wait. don't do that. Wait, that that might be a trick. Uh, excuse me, um, Dalinar Moonshadow here. Um, yes, I know who you are. Oh, oh, I you do. Who, oh, I excellent. know who you've been, <laughs> and I know who you may be. That's a little ominous. Um, the last time my large friend here uh, uh did uh, uh touch the uh vines on this rather uh majestic if i could say plant um it kind of took him for a spin uh what makes you so certain that entering the plant is such a good idea your large friend touched how do i put this to help you understand you've noticed the trees these large trees with the blue spherical energy on them. You've yeah. noticed as a ball of this energy falls to the ground, melds into the land around you, and a new one takes its place. Those orbs are moments of possibility. Those orbs are choice. Each time a choice is made, and finalized, it falls into the ground and becomes part of the one. Becomes part of reality. As long as they stand on those trees, they are in flux, not yet part of reality. This flower and these vines, they are the source of possibility. By touching one, he witnessed every moment of his life as it was and as it could be. The only reason it hurt him was because that's a bit too much for mortals to bear. There are reasons you should never look into your future. So how is entering the plant going to be okay for us where we don't get damaged, don't get hurt. Because the center of the plant is the only hole in this plane of existence. The only way to travel from here and back to where you belong. This doesn't answer any questions. <clears throat> Why were we in a tavern where time froze? Why are we in an alternate plane why are you giving us this information and why are you the only thing here that can speak because I am here yes I am here too no this plane this existence is me 
Okay. That's more questions. And how come you can't answer our questions? In what way would you like me to answer them? What? Linearly. What could we call you? In your tongue and understanding, you would know me as time. Time is a plant. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't suppose uh, you would happen to give us any insight of uh, why we ended up uh, here, would you? Jack. Yup. The bottles that you have on your person. Mm -hmm. The fluid that's in them. That is the nectar from this plant. It is a physical form of the energy that travels through this plane. Those on your plane use it recreationally. What they believe are hallucinations are actually visions of possibility. So what what you're telling me is there was a possibility that the bartender in this tavern was going to stand up and grow mushrooms out of its face. Because that's what... That's... <laughs> That's what Bryx said happened. That was the way that Bryx's mind chose to perceive this plane. Okay. Someone on your plane of existence has found a way to gather that fluid in much higher volumes than previously than they were previously able to. Someone has been tampering with time. Wait, wait. That would explain why people outside of the tavern were standing still. Um, so are we supposed to figure out who this person is that's doing this and stop them? That's for you to decide. I am merely a concept to you. Your choices are yours to make, not mine. So if we go back through the uh, hole, do we end up somewhere where we can do something about this person? Well, at the moment, this hole would most likely just transport you back to the bar. Okay. I'd also be before or after it's frozen. In whatever state you left it in. Great. I'd been inching closer while this guy was talking. But I would like to jump in the hole. Of course you would. And Jack would like to body surf him. Uh, he would. Jack would absolutely love to do that. <laughs> Just like last time. Well, guys, looks like there's only one way out of this, and I'm going to run towards Wait. the plant and jump up and try to go in it. If you control time, and time's frozen, can you restore my spell slots? Jesus. <laughs> you wish for me to reverse time so that you can have your energy back? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's frozen out there now, so... I did give you a physical form so you could communicate. You're welcome. This is fair. 
and one arm of the flame spiral reaches out and just gently lands on your shoulder and you feel that energy come back to you. Just the one spell slot? <laughs> All of them. Hell yeah! <laughs> Works every time. You just gotta negotiate with God. <laughs> Rather time. 60% of the time, it works every time. So has, has Bryg officially uh, taken the plunge here? Yes. I look over at Jack. Ah, well, I haven't heard any screams, so uh, let's say you and I go and investigate this. Yeah, might as well. So <laughs> Jack and I head over to the... We follow the same path around the vine uh, to get closer to where Bryak, uh <laughs> went to take his dive into fate. I'm gonna follow behind you guys, kinda keeping my eyes open and looking around. What do I see looking at the plant? To go. Let's see. I don't see shit, apparently. Oh, I'm like right underneath Dalinar. We're on top of each other. Oh, that's fine. I don't see you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a couple of things. What are you guys trying to do? I'm trying to look into like the hole of the plant. Yeah, him and I went together to do that. You see nothing but blackness. By the way, the image of the plant, those teeth you see, those aren't there. Okay. <laughs> I want to flip a coin down the hole. Okay. You flip the coin, it spins, 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 and disappears. Well, I'm usually more of a, a cautious person, but... Uh, if someone doesn't go after that big brute, he's going to end up uh, destroying uh, reality. And with that, I just I jump right in. I'll go right after him. Sidious is going to walk back to the plant that he threw a coin at and pick it up. I'm going to sigh, shake my head, and then jump in after them as well. So where is this entity? This manifestation of time that we were speaking with. Where is he? Yeah. Is he still, like, above the flower? He's, like, kind of hovering there, or has he moved somewhere else? I thought he was everywhere. Well, the physical form that he took with the, f oh. with the spiraling fire. Uh, well, he's oh. actually been hovering over the flower. I just moved him out of the way because okay. you guys were moving on him. But he's, he's above, it's, it's like a constant spiral, like a disc of mm -hmm. flame, um, probably hovering a good 25 feet over the flower. Kind of like a fiery mini galaxy. Ooh. Are you able to give insight into things that have happened in the past? I mean, you have my attention. You're willing to look into whoever's tampering with this plane. I don't see why I couldn't grant you that favor. The only thing I want to know is if my wife's death was preventable in any way. 
If I'm being honest, the only way that could have been prevented would have been her not being born. In your time, you are not aware of these kind of diseases, but they are passed down from the parents. She... She was not meant to exist for long. But had she not, she would not have existed at all. Uh, such is the fate of star-crossed lovers. And Thidius will cry, climb his way uh, to the top of a flower and pop in the hole. <clears throat> he doesn't wish to hear anymore. <laughs> he just wants to go. Is there anyone left on the uh, plane of time? No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I waited no until everyone's gone before asking about that one intentionally. <laughs> Sorry, I was dealing with something else. All right, I will drag you guys back over. You are now back in the upper hallway in the bar. You all very easily walk out <clears throat> from the portal door. It is still glowing behind you, still open. Do, do I see my coin? Yeah, it's actually sitting on the floor about ten feet away from it. I'll pick it up. Okay. Anything else that might have been thrown into the flower, you may now retrieve as it is sitting in front of the door. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go back to the room with all the gold pieces and take a good handful before I forget to do that later. Okay. <clears throat> How much would you like to take? I don't know. It's like a... My hands are small, so... <laughs> I, I don't know how much a hand will be. Maybe like 20, 30? Roll a d20. 20. You pick up 200 gold. Sweet. I don't know about you guys, but... I'm a little banged up. Should probably rest a little bit before figuring out what we should do next. Eric, do you want me to heal you? Are you still standing next to the portal, Brag? Yeah. Thaddeus reaches out and grabs you, and you heal for 12. Oh, thanks. I'll also go to that room. Do I see any bags in that room, or is there just gold? It's just piles of gold. Think Jack has any bags on him? Where did he put the bottles? He tied him with a rope. Where was he storing the rope? In his pants. Hmm. Yeah, what? As we do, whatever rooms left. Whatever rooms left in my backpack, Jack will just fill it with gold. Okay. How much would you like to take? I only had her roll a die because she's just picking up whatever her hands can hold. And 200 seems like a lot, but... I mean, it's more wasn't... than what I had, so... <clears throat> you didn't say you were counting the gold. So I was like, alright, here's a rant. Let's, let's just say you're shoving handfuls in your pockets. This is what you end up with. Pretty much. So if 200 fit in our pockets and backpack, I'd say probably like 3,000. Alright, you have 3,000 gold. I would like to go back downstairs. Mm. 
I will now follow him. Okay. Out out of the portal, I'd like to look at the uh is that is that arch pretty representative of the uh the doorway? Yes. Okay, I'd like to kind of just look that over and see if I can't get any uh clues to like why that would be in this location. I like where your head's at. I'm going to do the same thing. Oh, I want you both to roll two checks. Investigation and Arcana. Okay, I'll do the investigation followed by Arcana. Uh, investigation is a 9, and Arcana is a 13. I rolled an 18 and a 22. Ooh! Delinar, you're having a little bit of trouble placing this. You can tell that it's probably not supposed to be here. The architecture, the materials, everything about this just seems a little bit out of place. Thidius, during your investigation, you notice that this archway is physical. You can touch it, but it doesn't look like it should be. Like for half a second, it seems to flicker but you're not sure if it did. And that's your investigation. As far as your arcana is concerned, there is a massive amount of energy coming out of this. It is ancient. It is... It's not arcana. It's not the kind of magic you've been trained in. It's magic, but it's way older than anything that you have studied or experienced. Just, I wonder if 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 something like this is what's uh, causing this whole tavern to be frozen like this. I'm trying to reflect on whatever uh, time uh, was telling us. I I genuinely don't think that this is uh, a cause I think this is a result the amount of knowledge in arcane arts that you would need to construct this let alone summon this would be immense I don't think anyone with that amount of knowledge or power with the arcane arts would even bother because uh, they would know well repercussions for one um I think this is a result of time being tampered with and frozen more than anything else, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, this this does... this. You can feel it, too. This screams arcane energy, but this is beyond arcane energy. Hmm. Part of me wonders if maybe we should try to disable it or dismantle it? I think if I'm right, um, humble brag here, I'm usually right. Um, I think that if we fix the time problem, this will fix itself, being a result of the time problem. Uh, so we leave this be, we don't fuck with it, and we move on. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, we're all into the general consensus that uh, gold is uh, good? Gold is always good in my books. Well, Do you mean no the gold is... in the room? 
Yeah, no one else keeled over and died after taking it, so uh, that kind of rules out uh, trapped or cursed. No one's keeled over and died yet. Yet. From taking it. All right. I prefer so, to take money from people as opposed to rooms. Well, I just... Like I've been saying for this couple months now, just need enough money to get horses. We get the horses, we can travel so very far away from this place. You realize in the months we've been traveling, you could have chosen a lighter armor. I... Do you realize how fragile I am under this? Do you realize how fragile everyone is without plate mail? Yeah, and I don't want any part of that. Hmm. For a man that can resurrect, you sure are afraid of death. You should be more afraid of your death if, uh, if I'm out of the picture. If I'm the first one to go down, then maybe you guys should start panicking. I don't think you realize death is far from the worst thing that can happen to someone. While I would agree with you, under the normal circumstances of uh, our existence here, uh, usually death is uh, is pr is pretty high up there. But I digress. I'm gonna grab some of that gold. Death would allow me to be reunited, and he's gonna start walking towards the first floor. Okay. So I'm gonna come out of the gold room, and I'm actually gonna go up to the archway and kind of put my hand out. Do I feel magic on it? Oh, yeah. Like, do I... Okay. An immense amount of magic. Can Very I tell cute. what kind of magic it is? Roll Arcana. That's a d20, right? Mm-hmm. Roll an Arcana check. So it'll be at the top of your, your list of skills. Uh, Delinar, how much gold would you like to take? Um, I will assume that you walk in as she walks out. Yeah, uh, I honestly, I just I try to estimate roughly around 100 gold um, after after my trip in the doorway and our whole out of time experience. Uh, it probably humbled me a little bit to the point I'm just going to take enough money to get by for a while. OK, so yeah, I'd so, say about 100 gold. OK, then you've taken 100 gold. Woo! Mind you, of everything that's been taken from this so far, you've hardly put a dent in the piles. Oh, yeah, I bet. Even Jack's 3,000 gold hardly put a dent in these piles. Um, I got 13 because my arcana is... Well, I don't have arcana, so... You don't have a modifier on your arcana? No. Okay. So, with a 13, you... You can tell that this is extremely powerful but you can't really tell much beyond that. You just know that whatever this doorway is, is that it is strong. Okay. All right. So Dalinar and Alistair are the only ones left that have not yet gone downstairs. We're going to star wipe over to Bryak and Jack, who were the first, who were the first to start walking downstairs. As you're going as you've you've reached the top, we're gonna say all this kind of stuff kind of happens simultaneously within the same like two or three minutes. Jack and Bryke, as you approach the top of the stairs, I want you both to make perception checks. 
Oh, I'm super perceptive with a plus one. Uh, that's an eight. You're muted, Ethan. Same as him, eight. Okay. The both of you hear something coming from downstairs. It almost sounded like two glass bottles hitting together. Like, just kind of being shuffled on a shelf, and that's about it. Uh, Jack's gonna burn a key point to use Step of the Wind and take the dash action. To go down the stairs? Yep. As, uh... Oh, wait. Not... Uh, da, 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 da. I was gonna say, you're gonna yeah. move, like, 300 feet to go down 20 feet of stairs. <laughs> I want to get down the stairs and into the bar, and I can do that as a bonus action so I can still have an action ready to go, depending what I see. Okay. I'm just, I'm just letting you know it's only 20 feet of movement to get to the bottom of these stairs. Alright, I'll just move my fort. Uh, my... Instead of burning an entire action. <laughs> well, I'd be burning a key point to use it as a bonus action. Okay. But, yeah, I'll just move my 45 feet then. You'll move your 20 feet to get to the bottom of the stairs. Well, the 20 feet to get to the bottom of the stairs and then into the room itself. Okay, so you're basically running down the stairs and into the center of the room. Hmm? Okay. I will take my potion of heroism and walk down the stairs. Go for it. And if you don't mind, describe that beautiful potion for us. Hmm. Well... I don't have any description here, so, um, I it's you don't have a description. No, there's no description on it. There's just it, t it tells me what it does. There's no. Then read the then read the what the what it does. Let people know how awesome this fucking potion is. It gives me ten temporary hit points for one hour. I am under the effect of the bless spell for one hour. Ooh. I don't know what the bless spell does. Is potion a, a plus one d four. On all um, uh, attack roll, whatever attack target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends. Yeah, attack rolls and saving throws. So you get a, an, an additional d4 on attack rolls and saving throws. He is so good for combat. So, so I could use it for the whole hour, not yeah. just once. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not even a concentration because it's a potion. It just is. The potion <laughs> is blue and bubbles. And, it and just bubbles is. Is boiling by the way. Potion is potion. Is blue and boiling, according to Xander. Yeah, it it's blue and it bubbles and steams as if it was boiling. Well, I'm gonna chug it, toss the vial behind me. Ah, hooray! Uh, I'm gonna call out, "Hello, who's down there?" Oh, uh, bye, Jack. Who's down there? <laughs> All right. So for the sake of this, I'm gonna move you guys over here. I'm going to remove a couple of you from the field because it's only Jack and Bragg right now. Ah, I've been yoked. You've been yoked. <laughs> I yoked you from the field until no, you guys you, decide you to show up. me, and then I've been yoked. It, it, it's like it's like smite, but smote, yeet, yeah. but yoked. Uh -huh. All right. <clears throat> so the two of you. Jack, you rush downstairs. You end up in the middle of the room, just barely stepping in the ember pile you left behind. Uh, you, 
position yourselves where you would like to be. All right. You both turn around. And you see an average-sized humanoid seemingly shuffling through the shelves behind the bar, cursing to himself. Can't really understand what language he's saying, but you can tell from the tone he is he's cursing as he shuffles through one. And you can't really tell what he's doing. He hasn't really seemed to have noticed your presence. Uh, and it's still shadowy down here, right? Still shadowy. I'm going to shadow step right behind him and attempt to grapple him. As you suddenly appear next to him, he turns to look at you, and you are staring into the face of a very pale human. Black robes, pale skin, stark white hair, but he is young in his face. And you reach out to grab for him, so grapple is, what, strength contested with dex? A strength contested with strength, I believe, for the grapple initial. And then breaking free is strength v. strength or strength v. acrobatics. Let me double check that, though. Barman rolled a nine. Uh... 23. It's a... It's athletics versus athletics or acrobatics. So defender gets to choose athletics or acrobatics. Attacker uses athletics. Oh, it doesn't matter. His modifier is the same on both. So he rolled a nine. You Dirty rolled a 20. One. Dirty 20. So you are now grappling this human. What? What are you doing? Let go of me this instant. What are you doing? I'm searching for my supplies. How did you even get in here? How did you get in here? I... You... You're Jack, aren't you? Yeah, I've seen you before. You're Jack. Oh, you're fun. How the fuck do you know my name? Because I... I just said, I've seen you before. Lots of people have seen me. Not many of them know my name. No, no. I, I mean, I, I saw when you were born. I saw when your parents named you 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 were at my birth kinda yeah <laughs> could you let go of me I, I, this is very uncomfortable not not till I figure out what the fuck's going on I'm looking for my supplies and you're hugging me right now could you please just let go supplies for what and I'm gonna unsheathe my axe who, who is, who is, can you turn me around? I want to, I kind of know that voice. Who is that? Yeah, you, you'll find out if we decide to let you go. But for right now, it's the guy that's going to bury an axe in your back. Eep. Dumb voice, using an axe, traveling with you. Oh, that must be Bryak. Hi, Bryak. Oh, with that, uh, I drive my axe into his shoulder. Roll to attack. <laughs> bless. Don't forget bless. Yeah. Don't if he's bless. grappled, do I have a advantage? Ah, uh, how do the mechanics on that work? Um, Good question. 
Alisome, you came up directly behind him. He is grappled. I think... Looking it up. Because you've got him grappled, I assume you've got him in like a bear hug? Basically. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, grappled creature 5e. Grappled creature's movement speed becomes zero. Um, that's it. Well, no, I'll still consider it. it flanking, so go ahead and roll with advantage. Alright, so that's... Uh, 21. 21 is 21. a hit. 21. Is that with your bless as well? Yep. For 13 damage. Ow! I would appreciate it if you didn't do that. And as you pull your axe away, you notice the smallest trickle of blood coming from his shoulder. So, why don't you tell me why you need your supplies? So that I can finish my work. And this really work. doesn't concern you. I'm trying to get to a higher form of existence, and you're impeding me. Hmm. Cool. Um, what's... You're trying to get to a higher form of existence. Would that have something to do with the whole time-stopping bullshit? Well, yeah. Haven't you noticed? Time is stopped. That's kind of part of the whole thing. So basically, you're going to kill us all to get to a higher form of existence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we have to kill you then, is what you're saying. I mean, I've seen so many different futures. Can't say I recall any one of them where you kill me. Yeah, but if you've seen all those futures, you've seen some things and you know I'm pretty damn good at killing. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen you're pretty damn good at killing. You're actually pretty good at killing kids, too. But doesn't mean you've ever killed me that was one kid and he was already dead okay so i get that this is a hard concept for you but you know when you go around killing adults they might have kids who kind of rely on those adults to survive so you kind of have killed kids quite a few actually and a lot of the women you've killed they were gonna have kids. So you've killed the kids by preventing them from ever being able to exist. I'm gonna look at Jack. He annoys the shit out of me. You want me to just keep hitting him till he stops moving? Yeah, it seems like a good idea. Ooh, <laughs> a swing. I'll do attack. With the advantage, I assume, again? Yeah, you're still flanking. He's still grappled. Uh... He's actually not, like, fighting you, Jack. 19. 19's a hit. 8 damage. 8, eight damage? Yep. Wow. You're uh, rolling in the big bucks. Shut the fuck up. Okay. You know, I'd really appreciate it if you stopped doing that. I'd appreciate it if you stopped moving. <laughs> See, you're 
telling us to stop hitting you when you're just trying to kill us anyway, so why would we stop? I'm not trying to kill you. This isn't a personal thing against you or your friends upstairs. This is just me trying to achieve my own goals and everybody else is just collateral damage. That includes us, which may not be personal to you, but it makes it personal to us. Look, I just... I don't care. Just let me go. Okay, no. accept your fate and let me go. Pretty sure my fate is being one of the people that helps kill you. See, you might not have seen me killing you, but maybe you saw Bri killing you, or maybe you saw someone else killing you, and I definitely helped with that. Look, I can tell you, I've seen every possible future, and in only one of them do I die. Hmm. So, what happened in this one? Which one? One we're in right now, where you saw every possible future, yet I was able to just pop up and grab you. Because you should have seen that coming. Yeah, it happened about 14 trillion times. Ah. But it doesn't really change the outcome because there's only one instance in when you in which you actually kill me. Oh, one? Yeah, one. Oh, so this one. You're awfully confident. Well, I'm not the one sitting here bitching the entire time. Was it that way in every single other one too, where you just sit there and bitched about being grabbed? No, I just kind of like the bitching part. It makes for more drama. Yeah, seems about right. Makes it more exciting. Annoying. You pronounced annoying wrong. I want to grab his hair and yank it back and lean into his ear. Death without meaning is the worst form to go. Dying on the battlefield with honor is acceptable. Dying of old age at a complete life is also acceptable. Killing everyone around you to further your own gain is unacceptable. And I'm going to swing again. Right ahead. There we go. Uh, 20, 30 something to hit. Yeah, 20, 30 something hits. That's my favorite number, 20, 30 something. Yeah. <laughs> For another eight damage. Okay. <clears throat> <sighs> I don't know why multiples of eight are always difficult for me. Are you playing peekaboo, Xander? The baby's sleeping. She doesn't get that. God, how do you know? How do you not know how little miniature humans work? Well, for eyes to close that defeats the purpose. I, I mentally checked out, like <laughs> right around the time he pulled he pulled the dude's hair and whispered sweet nothings into his ear. <laughs> Sorry. Ryak, I told you I would appreciate it if you stopped doing that. Jack, you feel as this man disappears from your arms and reappears at the center of the bar. Hey. You two just need to stay out of my way so that I can finish what I'm doing. A shadow step and I grab him again. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Teleports behind you. Nothing personal, kid. Roll your checks. 
Nothing personnel, kiddo. <laughs> 17. Okay, you rolled another 9, you've got him grappled again. Would you stop doing that? Well, could you answer a question for me? What? In the one where uh, we did kill you, how did we do it? Why would I tell you that? Well, you seem pretty confident, so... Yeah, I am extraordinarily confident. Let's up the ante a bit. No. Why would I... If my goal is so important to me, why would I ever give away the one way that I would fail? Why not? You're starting to really annoy me. Now you know what it feels like. Yeah. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three. I'm guessing I'm fine. Yeah, you failed hard. Woof. You take 46 points of necrotic damage. Oh, Woof! Oh! As he once again teleports away from you, not before grazing his hand against your arm, sending a wave of painful, draining energy through your body. I told you to leave me alone. In about 14 trillion different possibilities, you actually choose to leave me be, and I don't have to massacre you. But we die anyway. Yeah, peacefully, quietly, as if you never existed, rather than painfully in a pile of your own shit. Well, let's see. I'm guessing that's a lie, because you've already lied once, and that's just not how I roll in general. Because originally you said that you saw every possibility and you didn't die, and then you said there was one, so we caught you in a lie there, and there's no fucking way that I don't go, that I don't go out fighting. Excuse Same me for trying to deter you from a painful existence. My entire life has been a painful existence. Why shouldn't my death be? Just let me erase you and you'll, your existence will have never mattered. None of the pain will have ever existed. Yeah, but if I kill you, my existence will matter. Your existence will continue to be painful. Oh yeah, but I'll know I killed you and that makes me happy. On that, Starwipe, back upstairs. What are the three of you doing? I was actually just wondering, can I hear what's going on downstairs? What is your passive perception? Uh, my perception's seven. So it'd be 17? Yeah. Your passive perception is 17. It's on the left-hand side. It says passive wisdom perception. About halfway down the sheet. Um... You're still up by the archway? Yeah. You might have heard a scuffle downstairs, and you may have noticed Briak and Jack rush down the stairwell, but you wouldn't have heard anything that's been going on other than that. I'm going to turn to Delnar because he's the closest. Did you hear that noise downstairs? I... I'm just... I assume it was our resident bull in a china shop, but maybe we should go check up on him, make sure he didn't, like, fall down the stairs and knock himself out. Yeah, maybe we should, as a just-in-case. 
you are wanna come with us, Thaddeus? Maybe you can uh He was already making his way down before. Uh, I was I was or I was making my way over towards the stairs and then I stopped to turn around to come back to the to the uh, archway because something actually intrigued me about it as I was walking. Oh. And I just I see him with the with the antenna's eye and I just kinda like watch him as he walks by. Well, one, as a as a player, stairs, then. as a player, knowing that there's events going on downstairs, I kind of just want to go down and assist. But Phidias really wants to know the root of this magic. Like he would, he would genuinely probably sit here for like a minute trying to pour over all of his knowledge of arcane, like arcane arts, and anything that has to do with uh, magicka flowing through the Prime Material Realm to figure out what he knows about this. Would you like to roll another Arcana check for that? Um, yeah. I can tell you the DC is going to be very high. Yeah. I rolled fucking 21, so... Nothing new from what you learned previously. This is very old, very beyond anything you've ever experienced. As they're hitting the top of the stairs and about to go down, I'll roll one more time and set myself back that extra, like, two turns. Because there's just something about an entity knowing that there was nothing that could have prevented his wife's death that just he needs to know more about. Or he needs to recall anything he possibly can. And it's just flooding his mind, the thought that there's something out there that knew that his wife couldn't survive. And so he just cannot focus on arcane or like arcane energy right now as he rolled a twelve. Okay. And with yep. a sigh and a drop to his morale, he's gonna make his way for the stairs. Okay. And Dalinar? Yes, hello. So Allie has begun to make her way downstairs. Are you walking side by side with her? I just... Yeah, yeah, I saw him go to do that, but my attention being divided, I decided that going downstairs and seeing what the ruckus was was a little more intriguing. So yeah, I go with Allie. Okay. Then Dalinar and Allie, I will bring you to the top of the stairwell. <clears throat> As you start to descend the stairs, you see your compatriots in the center of the room facing off with what looks like a very pale human in black robes. Uh, and we and... will... Jack looks like he's about dead. Yeah. Jack's looking a little worse for wear. Um, and I'm going to have everybody roll initiative. And Thaddeus, we will bring you in in two rounds because you were so I'll, focused. I'll roll my initiative just to get me on the turn order. Yeah, we'll get you in the turn order. And of course, Eleanor's sitting too high on the map for me to add a turn. Yeah, don't you love that? What do you think oh. you've got, like, at all clicked and dragged, and then it messes up on you? Oh, yeah. And then, yep, I just, after a little while, I'm like, F it, I'm just gonna do it one by one. <laughs> okay. And I will ask in the order for this. Um, Devonar, what did you roll? I rolled a six. Okay, Allie? Uh, that's a d20 plus your initiative, right? Yes, hmm? Okay, so I got 21. Well, good golly damn. Our evil man, his name you don't know yet, Jack. 
45. No. Nice. 12. <laughs> Bryak? Uh, plus the initiative, I have a 24. Okay, and Thidius, we will get to you, but you are on the list. Yeah, I got we'll a 16. Yep, yeah, you got a 16. We'll skip over you for a couple of rounds and then bring you in. If I counted my movement out, I was two turns before I hit the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And before we begin combat, we are going to take a break. We'll be right back. And welcome back from our break. Technically, as far as you're concerned, due to an error with our recording software, I'll take you to this portion of our story. They seem to be doing pretty well. I've been watching this encounter as it unfolds. I can sincerely hope that they managed to take this man down. He's been a thorn in my metaphorical spine for some time. Rather ironic of me to say that. I have to say it's an exemplary show of skill on their part. Bryak, this massive strength cutting through this man with every swing. Very adeptly, I've seen quite a few very well-placed hits on his part. Thidius. Oh, that bard can sing, deflecting a cone of cold with a counterspell. I have to say, I've seen many spellcasters attempt that and fail, dying at the hands of some evil being. He just casts it away laughing at this man. The combination of Alicera and Dalinar. Beacon of Hope, I think they call it. And massive... What is that? Mass Cure Wounds? Bringing everybody back to their full health. And then there was Jack, using Maven's Wart against their enemy. Shoving it down his gullet, forcing him into a time loop on what he had previously done before they arrived. I have to say, their teamwork is incredible. They have a long way to go before this man falls, and I fear he has something worse up his sleeve. But I don't know why I'm narrating this for you. Suppose I should just let you see it and happen in real time. And now we rejoin our group as they are in the midst of the battle with this mysterious man. A strange attempt to make up for our hour and a half of lost recording. Oh. I actually really like that. Ryak, you're up. Alright. Well, I'll do what I've done for the last hour and a half, and I'll, uh, and I'll swing at him with advantage. For, uh, I have frenzied rage up. I am making reckless attacks. For 20, 23 to hit okay. on the first one. That's a hit. 23 to hit on the second one. That's a 
hit. 20 on the third one. Okay. Roll that damage. So that's 12 plus uh, 30 slashing damage. Well, wait. 36. 36. If you invert that 6, it becomes the fourth 39 that you've rolled. True. Okay. And that'll be your turn? Yep, that's my three attacks. Alice, Sarah, you are up. spot closer to the bar yeah right there and then I'm gonna shoot another arrow okay roll to attack don't forget you are blessed hashtag I did not get like anything that's horrible I got 10 10 <laughs> does not hit so- yeah. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? No. Okay. Lydius. You're up. Care to mock this man into oblivion? With all of my allies that close, I think that I have no choice but to mock him into oblivion. Huh. All right. Wisdom save? Yep. For a 23. That'll pass. Okay. You gonna make fun of his um, haircut again? I think this time I'm going to make fun of the raggedy ass staff that he's holding. That's fair. Um, but I mean, it's made I of umbral my... loris, but whatever. Well, he, <laughs> he understands that it's a very powerful staff, but Phidias recognizes that it just looks horrendous. Your staff looks like it. You found it in the gutters. You waste. Uh, has anyone used their bardic inspiration that had it? Jack or Bryak? I've already used mine. Okay. Uh, I, I will. Say, use... I used mine, but you gave me another one. I will use my bardic inspiration, my uh, second to last bardic inspiration on Bryak. Okay. And pass turn. All right, Jack, you're up. After some very clever usage of the green fluid. Now, are we using the same rules that I can step back five feet? Yes, I'm still maintaining the shift back without provoking rule. And basically every bottle in this bar is now that green liquid? Yes. All right, I'm going to move and step five feet back to here. Okay. And grab a bottle of it. Okay. Would that be a bonus action? You're just grabbing any random bottle? Yep. Okay. Roll a d20. Sixteen. You've grabbed a bottle with four uses in it. And then you have expended your bonus action. Okay. 
To expend an action, you would have to look for the largest bottle or whatever size you wanted. Hmm. Actually, I'll do that. I'll use my action to do that. All right, you can burn your action to find a bottle. You notice that there are bottles on this shelf that will basically be equivalent to what you have been doing by applying small doses to the end of your scythe. Um, the bottles range in dosages from one to eight. All right, I'll grab the one with eight in it. Okay, you basically just grabbed a handle. And then I'll step back over to him, okay. and with my three hand, my free hand, not my three hands, I will can... just start punching him. So you're gonna use a bonus action to punch him? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I wanted to do something with my. I had a different. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna take. Uh, I was gonna burn a key point and use patient defense to take the dodge act dodge action as a bonus action. That's what I was gonna do. Okay. And what does that do for me? Impose disadvantage. Uh, yeah, it imposes disadvantage. Okay. Anything else for you? I knew turn? I had something in mind. Uh, nope, that'll do it. Okay. Dalinar, you're up, buddy. Okay. Um. Against all better judgment in this, getting a little cocky, I'm gonna move around uh, Jack. Um, I'm assuming I can I can do this spot right here. Yeah, you move through Jack's space, but okay, you're staying double checking. Um, the bartender's corpse is still there, right? Oh yeah. So as I'm like trying to avoid like getting within any sort of like dangerous space around him. I, I accidentally, like, step on uh, one of, like, the arms that are hanging out, and you just, he Jack, you just hear this audible, Ugh! as I get into position. And now where I am, I'm just going to take uh, a swing, a very rare swing, uh, with my mace. Okay, roll to attack. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. 21's a hit. And... Uh, did you roll with advantage? Oh, I did not. Yeah, roll with the see if you get the natural 20. Yeah, no, it's uh, that would make it a 25. Yeah. But, hit, no, no, but good no call. Um, and that's eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and then bonus action. I guess we're all just kind of <laughs> ganging up on him here. Uh, the mace is a natural one, so that misses. And, a miss. and that is my turn. Okay, he's going to use one legendary action at the end of your turn to teleport out of your spaces into the center of the bar. Teleportation doesn't take movement speed, right? Nope. Mm -mm. Damn it. Because his movement speed is zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You see him scowling. This pale, pale human just kind of scowling as he drops his staff onto the ground and holds his hands out in front of him and a green energy starts flashing between his hands and that is going to end his turn Ryak, you're up 
I am going to hop over the bar and run right up to him, naturally. Okay. Something tells me the green energy is going to be a problem, but that's an issue for next turn. 18 will hit. 18's a hit. Meets his AC. Oh, jeez. I have Bardic Inspiration, right, Thidius? Yes. I need it. Okay, so 14. Come on, baby Jesus. Let's go! 19. Okay. That's two hits. And uh, another 19. Alright, three hits. Go, go and roll your damage. Oh, I shall. 18 plus... 18 is 36 plus 6 is... 42 slashing damage. Alright. Can we crack that 40 mark? Yeah. <laughs> After being hard stuck at 39. And that'll end your turn? Yep, that's three attacks. Alright. Alicera, you're up. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could do. I guess I'll just shoot another arrow, because I don't really know what else to do. So. Roll to attack. Well, I don't hit. I only got a 16, so. That is a miss. Uh, did you use bless? Yeah, I did. Okay, just making sure. Alright, anything else for your turn? No, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Okay. Lydia, you're up. Alright, so I see him channeling something, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Thaddeus is gonna take a step down the stairs, finally moving himself from his nice, comfortable perch towards the top of the stairs. And he is going to cast Hideous Laughter on this man's. Okay. Uh, so make me a wisdom saving throw. 13. All right, that does not meet the DC. So he finds everything is hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. The target, uh, the target falls prone and becomes incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. Uh, at the end of each of its turns, it can remake this, uh, the saving throw. Um, if it's, or the target has advantage on the saving throw if it's tr uh, triggered by damage. So either, ever, so every time it takes damage, it can, it can retry the saving throw. Or at the end of its turn, it can retry the saving throw. All right. So as I cast that, and I see him falling down laughing, um, I'm going to let everyone know reposition. <clears throat> everyone get closer. And that will end my turn. All right. So you notice as you cast that spell... He does start laughing hysterically, but he does not drop to the ground. Does he stop channeling? No. Well, Ooh. never mind that. I'm not going to yell everyone reposition and get closer. Well, there goes that fucking wasted spell. Jack, you're up. Uh, the fire is out, correct? 
Yeah, it's smoldering embers at this point. He didn't have so, a whole lot of fuel on it, but what's left is still glowing. So if I was to stand in there, I wouldn't take damage? No, with your... I mean, you're wearing boots, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. It's gonna be warm, right. but it's not gonna hurt you. Jack is going to shadow step to here. Oh, actually, could Jack do that? Because the glowing embers wouldn't... That would be, like, the one spot that isn't shadow, is it? Yeah. It wouldn't it be? Yeah. yeah. So shadow he's going to shadow, shadow step, step there. here. Okay. And he's going to take that bottle. Mm -hmm. And instead of grabbing his head this time, because this guy is laughing hysterically, he's going to swing it as hard as he can towards his mouth. Uh, okay. Like, like you trying to shadow this on his face, or are you trying to bottle feed him? Uh, bottle feed him. Okay, his head is pointed down. Oh, his head is pointed staring down. Staring at the ball of energy he's trying to build. Oh, in that case, Jack's not going to do that. In that case, Jack is just gonna start punching him. Alright, you shadow stepped, so your first strike is with advantage. Thank god that one was with advantage. Alright, and then I have bless. Thank god for that bless, 19. And then... For the extra attack... 18. Okay, both hit. And then for the final attack... 21. <clears throat> Alright, so... Uh, that is... You only get two hits. Shadow uh, step I get with, two hits. Shadow step was your bonus action. Oh, yeah, uh... Martial arts grants you an extra hit Martial with your bonus arts action. With my bonus action, you are correct. So two hits. Yes, two hits. Thank you. I'll just roll that damage. Oh god, that's garbage. Uh, hold on, let me pull that up real quick. As you teleport across the field. Oh, no, no, my rolls were garbage, not that. <laughs> uh, so, 8 and then 7, so 15 points in total. Okay. And that'll end its turn. Alright, Eleanor, you're up. Uh, wincing at the advent of something crazy gonna be happening. Um... The uh, counter that I'm, I'm behind, um, how high does that go up of? Uh, standard bar height would be about four feet. Five okay. feet, four, um, feet, four feet. So kind of reading what may or may not happen for my turn, I'd like to kind of use the, the bar as cover okay. and just kind of duck down for now. All right. So you have three quarter cover at this point. Okay. 10, 15, 20, and I position that over there. Um, and given my options, I'm just going to end my turn there. Okay. 
Next up is our nameless evil man. Staring down at the ball of energy growing in his hand, laughing hysterically. He looks up. You all have been quite the nuisance and are forcing my hand. I didn't want to do this yet. And he rips his hands apart and the ball of energy between his hands explodes outward. Bell? Hmm. Uh-oh. Take, take that as a no. <laughs> I was about to counterspell the shit out of that. I don't know. It seemed like a spell to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong button. I deleted you guys instead of... <laughs> oh, I thought we got obliterated. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, you, if you I just go to the death. I want to do this yet. This <laughs> if you go to the page you were spell. on, if you right-click on the screen, I think there might be an undo for your last action. Ooh. There's an undo. There you go. Woo! Okay. So it's not a hydrogen bomb spell. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, was all of our first thoughts. Spell? I honestly thought that's how Remy was going to end. Oh, well, we all got obliterated. Oop, okay, that end. All over. <laughs> Bet you they didn't see that coming, audience. <laughs> Sidious never got his shirt back from that pervy old woman. Aww. <laughs> Dude, that's the lesson right there. Never leave your clothes with a pervy old woman. This pale person's <laughs> name is J. Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> so you had to look that up, right? No, I knew it. Hmm. I saw I saw the quote yesterday, J. Robert Oppenheimer. I am become hungry. I am eat much. <laughs> As the green light expands outward in a destructive wave around him, you are all ripped from reality and dropped back into the plane of time. You all take 30 Whoa. points of psychic damage as you are forcefully ripped from your plane of existence and plummeted onto this one. Thidius, make a quick perception check. You said 30 points? Yep. Okay. Nine? Yeah. That's enough because you would have watched this happen. You noticed that that ball of energy when it ripped through Thanks to him being slightly distracted by your laughter, it backfired on him, dealing a significant amount of damage. This man no longer looks to be in his mid-twenties. He now looks like he is in his late sixties. We go from killing kids to killing old men. Men do it. <laughs> As it should be. Recording bot update? Still here. <laughs> Recording yeah, I was just looking at that. Nobody noticed again. Are we keeping the same really initiative? Sick. Yes, if you guys remember your initiative scores, please re-enter them. Um, it's 21. Dude, dudes was 5. Yeah, dudes was 5. Dalinar Jack was 6. six. Well, Dalinar one was of them, 6. One of them was 6. Dalinar, so, yeah. Jack was 12. Yeah, I think mine was 6. Okay. I know someone was right, it was right above him with one higher. Yeah. And I was third with 16. We did it. All right. 
You guys are back on the plane of time. 97? Wow. I'm hey, glad the, somebody noticed. <laughs> the original the original was 47. That's impressive. Get it right. <laughs> Alright. Bryak, you have been thrown back into the purple plane of time. I need Dalinar and Alisera to make concentration checks. I'll go try it. How the hell does that work again? Uh, 10 uh, or half of the damage received. You guys took 30, so your DC is 15. 15. You have to roll a is 15. There, uh, there's no modifier on that, right? It's a straight roll? Yep, straight roll. D20. You have to go. You have to make a 15 uh, or higher. Two. It's a, con, it's a constitution save. Oh, right. It, it is a constitution save. So constitution saving throw. So yes, okay. D20 plus that. That was still been a uh, six, so yeah, I lost the. Oh, your bless is down. Bless is down. You said a constitution. Constitution saving throw. So it's a d20 plus three for you. I got twenty-one. So your beacon of hope is still up. Did I still take thirty points of damage or no? Oh yeah, everybody took thirty points of damage. Oh okay, okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. That just determined that your concentration spell is still active. Okay. Alright, Bryak, you're up. I'm going to start laughing and say, You idiot! We've been here before. I know exactly how to hurt everything in here. And I'm going to run up behind him. And... For my first two attacks, I'll do my standard axe swing. Okay. Uh, first one's a 20. Second one's a 23. Five, 11 plus 12, 23. Uh, 27. And then I remember when I hit the vine, I took a lot of damage. So I'm for my last attack, I'm going to kick him into the vine. Okay. Do I have to roll for something? Yeah, roll to attack. Um, so it's just athletics? Yes. 30-20. Yeah, it's enough. You kick him backwards. Uh, given your size and strength, roll a d6. And add your strength modifier for your damage. 11 kicking damage. Okay. <laughs> 11 foot damage. 11 toes damage. And he has been knocked five feet back and is now laying prone on top of the spiky thorn vine. Yeah. Will that end your turn? Yep. Allie, you're up. do can I do guiding bolt yeah what type of damage is that that is a when I hit the target takes 4d6 radiant damage you know the next attack cast, roll you know having cast sacred flame that radiant damage has no effect on this man oh that's right I totally forgot about that See how far away. Oh. 
So I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go close to Bryak. So I'm gonna move... How many spaces are there? They're five feet each? They're five feet each, so you have seven hexes you can move. Alright, I guess I'm moving next to Jack then. Okay. Um, random question, but do I know what kind of... Is he wearing any armor or anything like that? Jack is not wearing armor. No, not Jack, the nameless guy. No, the nameless guy is just wearing a cloak. That's been burnt to shit. It's pretty well yeah. scorched and cut up. It's got a little dirt from the bottom of my boot. It might not be <laughs> dirt. Alright, I'll attempt to shoot another arrow. Okay, roll to attack. I no longer have blast anymore, right? That's gone. Blast mm -hmm. dropped. So it's just a d20 okay. plus 6. I got 17. 17 is a miss. Yep. Okay. Alright, well that's the end of my turn then. Alright. Lydius, you're up. Can I see him from where I'm standing? Yeah. Alright, Thidius is going to make a beeline for him and start running up one of the vines, branching from the large flower in the center. Okay. Yeah. From where he's standing, he's going to cast Vicious Mockery on him once more onto the breach. Okay. Wisdom, Wisdom save. save. 24. Nope. <laughs> That'll end my turn. Before your turn ends, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Eight. Your entire life flashes before your eyes. From your birth to the present moment, and then every single possible future that you could, you, you could or couldn't imagine hits you all at once, and you take ten points of psychic damage. Eleanor, what's your passive perception? 17. Can Dalinar see me from here? From where he's standing, yes. As you watch Thidius, like, run forward, you notice that he is not looking good. And as, uh, as he starts, and, like, makes his stop on that plant, you're quite, you're quite honestly probably asking yourself how he's still standing with how bad he looks right now. Okay. Jack, you're up. Alright. So I'm guessing the plant in front of me is difficult terrain? Uh, no, they're not difficult terrain. Oh, okay. Um, was he facing Delinar when he. Delinar, uh, not Delinar, Bryak when Bryak kicked him? He was, yes. But right so now he's he on is, his. Right now he's prone on top of one of the vines. On his back, though. Yes. Okay. Avoiding the vine in front of him. What was your path? So, how do I bang things? Uh, right click. Oh. Oh, that's... Well, it's, it's right click if you want to do the measurement thing. It's long hold to ping. 
Oh, so... Oh, okay. Gotcha. So... You are here. And if you follow this path around... Yes. <clears throat> Alright. 5, 10, 15, 20... So, tw- man, now I've got the measuring tool. God damn it. 25 to here. Okay. Jack wants to grab him, grab him, and then walk back over and jump down the hole with him. Okay. Make your grappling check. And because he's prone would that be with advantage because I'm five feet I'm within five feet of him what well uh, he's not on the ground he's not defenseless yeah that's an attack not a not a grab my bad it's an attack that if you're within five feet you get advantage yeah 17 he rolled a 19 grapple fails. He manages to slap away your hands as you try to reach for him. Okay. That'll be my turn. Okay. Dalinar, you're up. Okay, assessing where I'm currently at. That's right, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, and kind of, just kind of glancing passively down at Thidius. Um, I just kind of like very swiftly take my shield and place it up against him, and you feel this like pulse of of energy, and I'm casting uh, cure wounds at third level, and we still have beacon of hope, correct? Yes, beacon of hope survived. So twenty four plus four twenty eight twenty nine thirty thirty one thirty two thirty three points of healing. Now, are you stepping onto the vine to do this, or are you standing to the uh, side? No, no, I'm avoiding the 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 creepy time warp vine. Okay. Um, and then with my bonus, I'm assuming my mace can just kind of float around this thing. Well, your ethereal mace. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. 20. It's just it's just kind of creeping closer and closer to him as time goes on. Okay. Um, let me take away my slot for the spell, and that'll be my turn. Okay. Next up is our creepy old man. Ah. Ah. Interesting. Alright. <clears throat> so he's going to spend half of his movement to stand up. He's going to try... Alright, with a combination of events... Matthew. Yes? Please change our music to something solemn. I sure can. Having failed his wisdom check. So as our man stands up, Placing his hands on the vine. See him shaking. Violently. 
He looks out at the group of you, trying to decide what he's going to do. Pulls up his hand, points it in the direction of Dalinar, Thidius, and Alisera. And a small mote of flame starts to grow at the tip of his finger. But it's flickering, shifting, unable to hold form. As he fires it forward, it just kind of flickers out of existence. Thank you for bringing him here. Without him at his prime, he is not a threat to me or the effects of this realm. And you watch as this man falls to his knees and starts clutching his head, seeing every possible future once again, draining the life force out of him. The fiery wheel that had once appeared before you in this realm reappears above him, swirling, growing in a maelstrom of fire. The fire turns gray as each tendril of flame curls downward and around this man. You tried to usurp me in a selfish attempt at immortality. But you cannot fight the flow of time. And you watch as his flesh is ripped from his body in decay, leaving nothing but a skeleton as it slowly fades to dust and whirls away. The five of you have done reality great service and in return reality shall grant you a great service everything goes white Bryak you are standing in the great hall of your father's castle with a satchel over your shoulder containing the bones of your ancestor Dalinar, you find yourself at the gates of your hometown. Your reputation has changed. The people recognize you as someone willing to share his wealth. All of it, in fact. Your parents have welcomed you home with open arms. As you have been giving away your money to whomever needed it. A child who wanted to buy an apple, a family who needed money to rebuild their house. You have been so generous with your money, you are a hero. A penniless hero, as you have you hear word you, you hear gossip from these people saying, Oh, look at that man. He's given everything he's ever had back to back to us. His parents must be so proud. Jack you're right where you want to be. You're in Waterdeep. Standing over the body of your latest victim. And you know full well that all of the city guard is at the memorial for one of their fallen soldiers. So there's no one that's going to catch you this time. Or even try. 
partially because you know who you killed. The corrupt leader of the city guard. Allie. You're back in your forest. While your village is still gone, the story has gotten out. And you now have an army behind you trying to search for the Duragar captain who led the siege on your village. Thidius. You're back in your shack. Your dying wife is in your bed before you. As you look down at her, you notice something in your hand. It's a small silver-colored box flashing lights on it. You don't know what this is. You don't know where or when it came from. But you have an instruction echoing in your mind. Press this to her arm and wait for one day. And that is where we will end Remedy.